Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. One of the people that I love the most uh, in the world uh, is a woman I met probably 20 years ago now. Now, I'm not talking about my wife, although I love Tandy very much. <laughs> We've been married 23 years. I met uh, Jim and Pat Banks. Uh, y'all know Pat Banks? Yeah, yeah. I met Pat and Jim at a time in my life when uh, I was really broken. I had been tap dancing for Jesus for a whole long time. <laughs> I had walked through a lot of abuse, a lot of performance orientation, a lot of just junk in my life. And how many of you know that when you're ready to start, start walking in wholeness, God will bring somebody. God will bring an event. God will bring that divine appointment into your life for you to start getting restored, right? And uh, there I was as a worship leader at a church in, in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, <laughs> every time I would lead worship and come off the stage, Pat, who I didn't know from Adam's house cat hardly, she would come up to me, and she's just one of those people, when she looked at you, she was looking through you. She was looking into your heart, and she would, it used to annoy me so much. She because, you know, I was, I'm like from the South, so it's like, how are you doing? Fine, I'm great, you know, and uh, she would be like, how are you really doing? And I'm like, don't ask me that, because I'm not trying to get all intimate, you know, like deep into my feelings. I'm like, I'm fine, everything's great, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, how's that working for you? Exactly. And it wasn't. And over the years, uh, the Lord began to use them in my life to bring such restoration and joy and healing, not only in my life and Tanya's life and our marriage. And listen, we would not be doing what we're doing today in raising up an army of artists all over the world, thousands upon thousands, without the work of Jim and Pat Banks and what they uh, did in my life and how God used them. And uh, so I thought there's no better way... <laughs> to start off this conference tonight than give, to give Pat the place of honor and let her kick this thing off. So I want you to stand to your feet, give the biggest, biggest welcome you can to my awesome friend, Pat Banks. <laughs> wow. Shoey. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all know that you're really amazing? Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Would you do something for me? Yeah. Would you just take your brain off for a second? <laughs> just let your heart open up. Let the Spirit of God just do what He wants to do, okay? You know, I've got this thing here, and it's called a PowerPoint, and about the only power that's going to have any point tonight has nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um, cause I, you know what? I just want to talk to you. Okay. Is that all right? If I just, if I just talk to you a little bit, because here's what I know. Jim and I have been ministering inner healing for about 35 years. We've gone through every imaginable training program we can think of, made up some tools ourselves. Thank you, Jesus. Some didn't work. Some did, you know, you just, you just try to follow but you know what? We're just, we're just like you. We're, 
We're just like you. We just said, Jesus, if you'll teach us to heal the brokenhearted, we'll give our lives to it. We didn't know what that meant. Yeah, so you know what? Examine your heart before you say something, okay? But I want you to know something. You're not going to find out who you are simply by saying, okay, I'm going to read a book. Okay, I'm going to listen to this. Okay, I'm going to... Now, you're going to find out who you are by listening to the Spirit of God within you. Do you realize that when you were born again, that the Spirit of the living God came and joined your spirit, man? That right now, inside of you, right now, inside of you, the presence of the living God that created the universe is joined to you. Everybody take a deep breath. So when he says, I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness, where is it? It's right here. Because you have him. Not, and that doesn't mean that you don't, he says pertaining to life. We've got to learn how to access the place where our true identity is. All right? Because I want to tell you something. When you learn that within you, there is a design that God put in you the moment you were created. How many of you have ever taken a personality test? How many of you have taken more than one? Yeah. Uh-huh. And how much good has that done us? Maybe some, right? I mean, they're the fad, right? We got, a, we got a new fad going on right now, you know, and it's Enneagram. It's the new fad, right? Well, I've been long around this world long enough to know. I've been through about six of them. And you know what? They're all fine. They really are. But here's what they do. They want to teach you how to get along with each other, don't they? Isn't that, isn't that the purpose? It's to teach us how to get along. What if I told you that there's a way that it's not about learning to get along with each other? It's a way to learn about getting with God so he can be him through who he made you to be. Yeah, you get that? He, he doesn't want us to all look alike. You know, the church for years, we've tried to put people into a mold. We've tried to make everybody look a certain way because it makes us feel better about ourselves. Right? If, then I know I'm doing okay if I'm dressed like them or if I worship like them or if I dance or if I don't, you know, whatever. But he's saying, I don't want you to be like everybody else. But I want you to be who I created you to be. We've, we've spent years just searching the Lord on that. And I'm going to go through a little, te- you know, uh, the series, what we use um, in a minute. But here's what I want you to know. When you understand the wiring of God, how you process life. When you go, oh, that's why I do what I do. That's why they do what they do. Then you have a beginning place to mature from. Okay? If you don't know that, then you're like us. We ask people all the time, what does it mean to you to look like Jesus? And they'll go, well, we need to love more. We need to be led by the Spirit. We need to do miracles. We need to cast out demons. Now, very few say that. But we need, you know, that's not on the top ten list. But here you go. Right? And they've got all these ideas. And you go, well, how's, how are you doing with that? And they'll go, well, sometimes good 
and sometimes not. You know why? Because we haven't understood what it means to look like Jesus. When we understand how we're wired internally and the nature of God that he put in me that I can display to the world through the personality that he's given me, then wherever I go, whatever I do, whoever I'm around, that's what they're going to see. Whether I'm doing art, which I don't, which, (laughs) yeah, whether I'm, whatever I'm doing, Because when I'm aware of who he created me to be, and he says, you are the light of the world, because his light is in me, I'm their light, and I can just walk in. I can just walk in. And when I understand that, light's going to come. Light's going to come into the darkness. It has to. Because he's in me. Okay? You see, the confidence that has to come first is the confidence of knowing that I'm, I'm created in a good way. The way you created me is good. I want you all to repeat after me. The way I'm created created is good. good. Really good. Really, really really good. good. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but it must be good. It's true. Okay? Are you all, you see what I'm saying? So don't accept a feel good. Don't accept just feeling good about what you're doing because we can all do that. But here's what I want you to know. From the moment you were conceived, there has been an all-out assault against you to keep you from coming to understand the wiring of God in you because when you do, you're going to see how you fit in the body of Christ. You're going to find what your purpose is and you're going to find how to operate in that. And when you do, you will become an absolute essential part of the body of Christ to make us walk in the kingdom the way God intended us to walk. And that assault has been there from day one, and it's still there. And many of you have had wounds and hurts and lies and abuse and all of this stuff. And the the reason it's happened is to stop you from finding out who you are and walking in it. That's the whole purpose. The world is, is designed to destroy us in the spirit realm. But Jesus. And he says, but Jesus. He says, I've come to change that. I've come to change it. But you need to understand that the hurts and wounds that have come to you, the things that have been done to you, if you can separate yourself from them and go, okay, I get that. And we believe in inner healing. We believe in inner healing. I mean, you, that's a duh, you know. Yeah, we do. That's what we do. But we are what we've learned. If, you don't, if we don't begin to build within people the stability to know who they are is good. They don't have the capacity to walk out the healing that they experience. Okay? Because it, I can know it here. Right? And I can maybe feel it for a little while, but if it doesn't resonate with this place within me that goes, that's what it is. That's why. That's not me. That's why I can release them. This is what it was trying to. Then I can stand in my healing. And that's when God rises up. And we take a deep breath. Have y'all ever been somewhere where you just felt like you were just. And somebody said, take a deep breath? And you go. 
It's about as good as it gets. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just crazy. You know, but that's how our society lives. Yeah, I, t- I told I told Myra today, uh, we were talking about something, and I said, well, you know, Myra, I, I was getting, I was saying, you know, I don't really have a, we don't have a lot planned for our retirement because, you know, this and this and this, and I said, the Lord said, um, well, you know, I, you trust me to take care of you now, but not in your old age, and well, first of all, I'm in my old age, but I'm still trusting him, right, but it was that idea that it's, it's, time, it's based on time, and I said, you know, the reality is we'll never run out of broken people. We always have a job. Mark, does that make you feel good? Yeah, we always got a job. <laughs> and she went, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, why? Because that's what is happening in the world. So, guys, you can be a catalyst to people's healing without knowing everything we know. Thank you, Jesus. You don't. There was a time I was having to learn stuff, and I can have an attitude at times. Don't you say anything. I can have an attitude. <laughs> He's holding his mouth. Yeah. And here was the deal. I was like, I'm tired of learning this. If it's this hard to walk in freedom, if it's this hard to do this, no one will ever be able to. I give up. <clears throat> and he said, uh, I haven't called everybody to learn this. I've called you to learn it. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe we'll do that right? Because here's the thing. God wants to take the seed he's put in you. He wants to grow it. Not just, he wants to grow it so your art will flourish. He wants to grow it so you give a prosperous life. As people have said, you know, nobody is really jealous of poverty. (laughs) You ever see a really poor person and go, oh, I wish I could be like that. No, most of us look at it and go, yeah, I feel your pain, brother. You know, we don't. But they're jealous when they see a life that's prospering, not just financially, but prospering in every area. And they think, well, they must have been raised on the right side of the tracks or a silver spoon in their mouth. No, that's what we should look like as the body of Christ. There was a time I was, we were asking the Lord for, we'd been through a lot of loss and different stuff and life hadn't necessarily gone the way we'd wanted it to. And, but anyway, we were on the other side of it, and we were getting ready, we were asking the Lord for a house, and I was like, Lord, how can I ask you for a house? You know, really, believe you for a house when there's people in Africa that don't have anything. I mean, have you all ever thought that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of our mindset. And he said, well, I didn't call you to live in Africa. He said, wherever I have placed you, I want you to prosper above where that you are. If you're in Africa and one goat is prospering, I want you to have two. Wherever I've placed you, I want you to prosper. Because you see in him, it's not a measuring scale. It's where do I need you in the kingdom? Where do I need you to be in the kingdom to display this glory he's been talking about? Okay? But you have to begin to know this place with inside of you. I got to tell you something. Right now, what I'm looking at on that screen down there is a picture of me smiling at myself. And it's it's really strange. It's like, (laughs) I guess I could hit the clicker, couldn't I, and move it off. But it's just, huh? It's a nice picture. Thank you. Yes. But it is a little bit weird. Um, Yeah. Okay, so first of all, let me tell you this. You can't cast yourself out. 
So don't go try and cast the devil out of yourself thinking it's you. Okay, you can't do it. Okay, we've had people that come in. Well, if, I, if you just cast that devil out, I'm mean, gonna go, honey, that's you. That isn't the devil. <laughs> well, I may never have ever said that, but it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to move along. Yes, I am. Okay, so I have this question for you. Why were you created? Where do you fit? And can you know your purpose? Now, if I was real good at this, I can maybe, we'll see, who we are, what we do. Okay, here's, here's some answers. Maybe you would have, who are, who are you? It might be, well, I'm an artist, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a painter, I'm a teacher, I'm a, oh, and then, we're the, you know, those of us that are spiritual, I'm a child of God, I'm a, you know, I'm created in his work of his art, I'm a musician, uh, it might be, let's go to some more here, um, oh, here, this is, um, yeah, so, or I'm a, you know, bless God, I'm a child of God, I'm an heir to the king, I'm, I'm walking with Jesus, that's who I am, and yet we go, yeah, but who are you? Who are you? Who, who are you? you know, and you go, well, but I'm, no, that's what you do. The other, the spiritual things are what you've become in him, but it's not who you are. Okay? Do you think people can know their real purpose, the reason they were created? Some of you will say, well, it was to do art. No, it wasn't. Sorry, Matt. No, <laughs> He's laughing, thankfully. Yes, here's the deal. You are to be an artist, but that's not why you were created. All right? You were created to bring forth the design that looks like him, that's inside of you, to bring it forth to the body, to, to fill a need to fill a place to where when it's fit together rightly can display the truth of who Jesus is. Adam and Eve? Huh? Do what? Oh, oh dear Jesus, please don't ask me to keep saying. I, uh, anybody write it down? No, I, I, what? To bring forth his for the Would you see them afterwards? <laughs> Truly, guys, I, honest, I, I don't, honestly don't remember. I'm not being funny. I really don't know what I just said. Um, and if, so, something about it, bring forth the design of God that you can display and join with the body that you can truly give a, we can begin to reflect who Jesus is and be the body that he called us to be. You, you, you know, we've heard, well, there's many body parts and we're like, oh yeah, right. Well, what body part are you? What body part are you? Well, if you don't know them, what good are you? We had, we had someone tell us recently that we were the liver. <laughs> it was like, is that a good thing? And they said, well, you do the cleansing. You do the cleansing. And it was like, okay, we can be a liver, I guess. He says some parts are unseemly, right? Okay, Jeremiah, prophet to the nations. David, anointed to be king at a young age, way before he ever walked into it. 
What about Mary? <laughs> How would you like that purpose? Designed to carry the Savior of the world and raise him up. Or how about Jesus? He knew his purpose, didn't he? And you know what he did? Everything in his life, he could gauge by whether it was according to his purpose or not. Do you realize that? Do you know that he could have seen every demon that was there? You know which ones he dealt with? Only the ones that were getting in the way of him fulfilling his purpose. The ones that were trying to expose him too soon. The ones that were trying, right? Those were the ones he dealt with. Or the ones that were causing, were not going to allow him to fulfill his purpose. So guys, don't get all hung up on the de demonic. It's there. It's real. We need to be aware of it. But when you know your purpose, all of a sudden this stuff is peripheral. Okay? Yeah. So why is that important? Why is it important to know your purpose? Because your life, my life, is bigger than us. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than you. Your life is not just about you. Some of you are feeling like no one knows you, no one sees you, no one cares. You've been hiding. You think it doesn't matter. Well, I want to tell you something. Jesus said you wouldn't be here on this earth if I didn't put you here because I need you there, right where you are, to be who I created you to be, to be a part of my body so I can do what I want on the earth. Every one of you. You say, well, I'd never be on stage. Well, I didn't want to be either. Do you hear me? Every one of you. But the question is, how do you express that? How do you find out who you are? How do you begin to move into that? How do you live in that? Because that's the question everybody wants, is I just want to know who I am and what I'm supposed to do. But I want to tell you something. It is a process. But if we don't see, if we don't have something tangible to hold on to in that process, we just get all, we just move from one place to another. We fly around. You know, we don't have a goal. We, we want to go, I want to mature in Christ. And we're going, well, that just means I need to behave differently. No, it doesn't. To mature in Christ means I'm going to find out how I'm wired so I know why I'm here, so I can look at my weaknesses, begin to have him show me how to grow those up, so then I can stand in the fullness of who he created me to be. All right? Very quickly. Now, this is going to sound like a plug. It's not a plug for my book, Matt, but I have to tell you this because I'm not going to be able to get through it. There's a book out there that's going to go through all of these more detailed. All right. We have chosen as our vehicle to help people come to understand their design, their wiring, not their personality. Okay? Everybody repeat after me. Not my personality. My personality can change. My design is set before God. It can mature, but it doesn't change. The way, here, you don't have to say this. So the way that, we could go on a long time. The way that I view life, I have viewed it that way from day one. Very quickly, a nursery. Children in the nursery. You've got one building blocks. You've got one knocking them down. You've got one sitting in the corner reading. You've got one wanting to hug everybody, and the other one doesn't want anything to do with them. You've got one crying over everything, right? 
And then you got one that's going to tell him what to do. I don't care if she's two years old or he's two years old. I'm the boss. Right? And we said, oh, look at their little personalities. I would challenge you, that's not their personality. That it's their design and their personality is being formed around it based on birth order, based on woundings, based on where they live, based on opportunities. All of those things begin to shape a, a thing around their design of how it's going to be presented to the world. I'll have to turn it on. All right? So I have from day one, I think fast, I make decisions fast, I answer questions fast, I'm the first, I've always got an opinion and I will give it to you. <laughs> but here's the thing, I may give it to you, but when I do, if I find out I'm wrong, that's okay, I've got another opinion. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> And I know we're laughing, but you know what? It's true. Why? Because I'm designed to solve problems. All right? I'm a problem solver. That's the first in the gift. And this is a list of seven in Romans. It's compared to the list of seven days of creation. So the first one is there was chaos. God spoke and order came. That was first day. And again, it's in there. Okay? Then you've got, this, you've got the next day. What's the next day? Atmosphere. The people who don't need to be seen. The people who just love to come alongside people and build a platform for them. Just help them thrive. You know those people? And we said, oh, well, they need to lead. No, they don't. They don't have to lead. Let them be who God created them to be and love on them. And be thankful they're there doing what they do. Why? Because that's the second day of creation when the atmosphere was there. Everything that was needed for life was there but couldn't be seen. Right? And yet without it, where would we be? Everything builds one upon another. It builds just like that. Why is it hard for us to believe that perhaps people were built with the same order that the creation was built with? Where every gift is built to sustain each other. Then you've got your third day, you've got the people who are, they're thinkers. They're slow to move. They're slow to make decisions. But they hold us to the truth. They don't let us go out here too far. They pull us back. You know, they're just that solid rock. Well, that's the day the earth took form. It's the solidness. We need them. We need them badly. Then you've got, then you've got the sun, the moon, the stars. Right? Yeah. That's the day of the people that are here and they're big and they're light and they're life and they're excited and their motto is, why wouldn't you love me? I'm great. <laughs> now, he probably didn't see that, did he? Yeah. <laughs> That's Matt. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? But you know what? Because that's who he is, there's an anointing on him to do what he's doing here. You want to follow it. It brings you excitement. It brings you hope. It brings you joy. You know why? Because what are the, what are the stars designed to do? They're designed to be seen. They're designed to be followed. They're designed to bring light into the darkness. They're designed to cast, cast away. We follow the stars for navigation. Do you see how that fits? Yeah. It's good. And some of you are that way. But we've tried to, we call, we call them the shiny people. <laughs> they're the shy, they're the people that just, here we are. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? They've been that, have you ever noticed out in the public when you see girls with little shiny shoes and the little princess outfits and, and would Jim and I look at each other and go, 
Yeah. Listen, guys, they are designed that way. Think if we could grab hold of that instead of saying, oh, don't be a show-off. Oh, don't be seen. Oh, don't do this. We said, let's mature this. Let's mature this right? Then you've got the day when it's the, everything began to reproduce that could reproduce of its, just of itself. And that there's those people that they're always wanting, they're always looking, what can reproduce? What can reproduce? What can I start? Will it reproduce? What will happen? What will, that's how they're wired. Then you've got people, <laughs> you've got people who are the boss. <laughs> she stands back there at the door and she is gauging the door. Yeah, Tanya. Why? Because I want to tell you something, honey. It's going to get done. <laughs> Have you all figured that out? It is. Why? Because she's wired for system. She's wired for order. She sees what needs to be done. She can bring it. She does it. It's done. It's needed. And then you've got the last one. And they're the ones that are just... Oh, can we just, can we just, can we just with each other a little while and, oh, I need your friend. Can we, would you be my friend? <laughs> and can we just stay here in the presence of the Lord forever? And do we have to get up and work? And get, oh, and my feelings get hurt and I just feel that, wait, there's something wrong. There's got to be something wrong between us. I can feel it, you know, <laughs> there's something wrong. And, and, and you're going, no, but there's going to be if you don't stop it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's true, right? They're those people that are actually, they're the John the Beloveds that said, I laid my head on his breast and he says, I'm the one he loved. They're the people that are designed to bring us into peace. They're designed to bring us into intimacy. They're designed to be that, that part of the body that can set that for us. Some of you need to let yourself off the hook and say, well, I don't feel everything. Well, you know what? You may not be that person. You can have a level of intimacy without having all the emotions. There will be this deep sense within you of peace, but quit trying to be like everybody else. So that's the seven. And we want, to, we want people to find those out and begin to go, if that's who I am, show me. And there's weaknesses and strength to both, and that's awesome. But that's who God says you are. Well, if that's who God says we are, and we begin to walk in that, there's an anointing on that that will cause things to happen for us that will happen no other way. When you try to be something you're not, even if, you, even if it's good, there will not be the measure of anointing on it to accomplish what it was designed to accomplish. Okay? That's why it's so important. We have that, uh, you know, Matt is a great picture of that. He has matured so much. He has a prophetic edge to him. He has that declaration edge. But when he comes, when he's, when God goes with him, he is absolute. Come on, boys. The light is shining and we're going. And not only are we going, I want you to go with me. Right? Yeah, now, when he needs to, he can bring order. But that's not his number one. That's not who he is. So you can mature in the others. Let me just say that. Because the Spirit of God within you can mature. But you're going to have to agree with it. But then you begin to look at the weaknesses, strengths, all of that. So I want to ask you a question. How many of you know who this is? Azariah, Hananiah, and Michelle. 
few of you. Okay, how many of you don't? Oh, everybody else knows who it is? Wow, that just ruined this story. <laughs> now, some of you, you get, here's the deal. That is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, what name do you know them by? When were they named that? In captivity. So what name are you known by? Yeah. Are you known by the name that God has put in you? Or are you walking by the name that the world has put you in captive to? Because you will be remembered by one or the other. Choose wisely, friends. Choose wisely. Okay? Yeah. I want to I do a repeat after me, okay? Father, I thank you that I have been fearfully and wonderfully created. That I have a design within me that looks like you. I choose to learn who that is, to mature and grow, to become a part of the body of Christ that allows Jesus to have supremacy and display his goodness, his kindness, and his mercy. I give myself permission to start the journey because he is good and he's good in me. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.